0: You are now listening to Sierra Unraveled, hosted by yours truly. I am a single mother who finally released myself from a toxic relationship with the help of God, of course, so I can pursue my wildest dreams. Tune in every week for some crazy stories, real life drama, and motivation to keep going. You got this. Welcome to Sierra Unraveled. If you haven't noticed, I'm getting real excited about this content. I have big dreams and goals for this podcast. One thing I try to stand behind in all aspects of my life is trying to help others. I want to see everyone eat. I want to help everyone get put on. It's crucial to my growth and my personal desires. I'm coming across some mad talented people that aren't getting enough credit. I stumbled across Patrick a few weeks ago and boy. I had to run and get my headphones because a jam sesh was coming on in a matter of seconds. Shout out to Mr. Montiel for sending me some beats to play in the background of today's episode. Follow him on Instagram at monty 93 T as in Tom, I as in Igloo, L as in Libra. Yo, by summer, I want to see you on Spotify, YouTube, and every other platform because your skills is fine. (laughs) Okay, so today is story time. In my African-American Lit class freshman year of college, the first time I really got to actually learn about my black culture, straight up, by the way, thanks to Indiana Public Schools, my professor, Dr. Neff, also head of the McNair Scholar Program, which I attempted to join, but decided the application process was ridiculous and I had to work part-time while I was still full-time in school, so I really didn't have any other availability for something so demanding. I digress. The professor asked the entire lecture hall how many people had never left the state of Michigan. Of course, no one wanted to raise their hands, but she demanded an answer. She was not one to play around with either. I was then alarmed by the amount of classmates who raised their hands. I'd say about 50% hadn't gotten the opportunity to travel outside of Michigan. I was amazed. I grew up borderline poor and on food stamps with a single parent, yet I had traveled plenty before arriving in her classroom that day. Shoot, I moved out of state just to go to college. I realize not everyone gets to experience that. I know plenty more people that I went to high school with that stayed in our hometown or relatively close to where they grew up. There's nothing wrong with that. I just want to say, if you have the opportunity to travel, please do so. I also realize that because I've now lived in three different states—born in Illinois, raised in Indiana, and currently reside in Michigan—I have a completely different mindset than most people, even if I'm still connected to the region in some way, shape, or form. This mindset has probably been altered because of my experience with different cultures, ethnicities, socioeconomic statuses, etc. I think I may be wrong, but people who stay in one place may often become sheltered. You know, you can watch the news all day and still not understand what's going on across the country, as well as living or traveling to another continent. One day, I really want to live in Europe, or South America, or the UK, maybe temporarily or permanently, who knows. But you will never understand or comprehend until you actually go there yourself. I feel like it's kind of rare to meet someone at 25 who's practically poor with a college degree who's traveled as much as I have. I have been blessed to make some amazing connections with other beautiful people, and here's the kicker. I hardly ever say no. Until as of lately, of course, because I'm a mother now, and I hate leaving the babe behind, and I know I have to stay focused. But before that, you wanna fly here with us for the weekend? Bet. You want a road trip here for the week? Okay, sure. Stop saying no to things that you've never done before. Also, it is important to note that I have never worked for a company that has allowed me to travel, although I most definitely considered becoming a flight attendant at one point, international of course, but I low-key hate flying, so that was a dead mission so where have i been even though i've been living in a cave for the past four years i first flew when i was about four years old i believe my dad worked for american airlines as an aircraft inspector this also gave us ample opportunity to fly for free or for a very discounted price I think I went to Nashville, Tennessee for someone's wedding. Uh, The second place I went was Mall of America in Minneapolis. I hardly remember anything besides cereal factory, petting stingrays, and roller coasters being indoors. That was just weird. Even though I don't have a specific age of these other things i just know my childhood also consisted of a few trips to visit my great-aunt in denver colorado and a water park in kentucky next up would have been my world of cheerleading we went to regionals in st louis missouri and somewhere else that i can't remember then we went to nationals two years in a row in orlando florida so this was like grade school probably and i had already gone to a few places then my family planned a road trip to vegas when i was a freshman in high school i know vegas with kids they made it happen We rented a house with an in-ground pool and a water slide, a hot tub, a game room, a movie theater, and even had an underage babysitter to kick it with us while the grown-ups went out to party. I think it was pretty genius if you ask me. Lastly, we went to Wisconsin Dells where my brother, my mom, and my sister and I went down this water slide and I swear I could see down the back of everyone's throats. Remember, my mom was a single parent, but still, she made it happen. Fast forward a bit, I think I stopped traveling for a while because I started working and I had a boyfriend. Ooh. I know, and I was preparing for college. So a lot of discipline was required to receive an academic scholarship, ha, psych. So then after getting into Indiana University, Colorado State University, and Eastern Michigan University, by the way, those were the only three schools that I actually applied for, um, my traveling kind of opened up a little bit. I road tripped with my mother all the way across the country to Fort Collins, Colorado. To tour this school by the way that little city fort collins is super dope highly recommend traveling there however i decided that after that long ass drive and blizzard that we drove through seeing over 150 semis off the road i literally was like this is so far from home i just don't even i can't even process going to school all the way out here so then off to eastern michigan i went i don't know if i had ever gone to michigan prior to this but that's okay because now i've almost been in michigan for 10 years that's crazy huh so freshman year of college was wild more on that later but I went down to Panama City Beach Florida for spring break because that's just what you do when you're in college and that was like the longest drive ever, mainly because the car was cramped with a bunch of people, booze and marijuana that we had so tightly packed up that little Honda. If you know me, I am like the most paranoid person ever and that whole ride down, I was freaking out, which was like a 14 hour drive. I really don't know how we didn't get pulled over and all end up in jail. That car was illegal as fuck. (laughs) Then within 20 minutes of arriving, people were so lit that someone broke the tank on the back of the toilet. Like how does that even happen? It was like two o'clock in the afternoon, we just finished unpacking and now our room is flooded so we have to temporarily evacuate. I thought it was hilarious, but that's because I didn't do it and I didn't have to pay for it. Okay, so where next? Um, yeah, so I started dating a guy who was originally not from Michigan and his dad worked for Southwest Airlines. I did not know this when I met him. I also didn't know that he was from California, <clears throat> cough, cough, Los Angeles. I also didn't know him and I would get serious enough to the point that I would be flying back and forth to LA a few times a year to visit him and his family. We got to explore and I had a lot of fun. We one time had a layover in Vegas. Super thankful for all those buddy pass tickets, even though one time we had to split up and I had to fly alone to LAX and again I still hate flying so then the remainder of college we did a family trip to Memphis Missouri small-town population of like 400 if that from my 20th birthday and I went to visit my great-aunt you know the one from earlier that used to live in Denver I traveled to San Francisco for a week or so and spent a good majority of the rest of my time in Florida I remember people asking if I moved to Miami because I took my rent payments that I had left over and went down there for, I think, three weeks straight, right after I had just been down there for a week. That lifestyle is fast and addicting, clearly that's also why I'm afraid to go back. (laughs) I met some people that played in the NBA, the NFL, some actors, some artists. Of course, most of the time, I didn't know who they were. (laughs) I never cared who they were. Anyone with money like that, I just can't relate. So they weren't anything special. And I really think that they love meeting people that don't know who they are. Meanwhile, I'm just like, no, I don't care what your name is. Buy me a drink and then stop talking to me. Thank you. Some people chase stardom or even the money. Well, people with money, I should say. I'm just not one of them. I like being low-key. I like having my own money. And I just want to help people. Okay, so back to traveling. After my Miami expedition came Australia then LA again with my peeps where we got way too lit in the penthouse. I didn't even make it out that night and when I woke up people were throwing up in all three bathrooms. What a mess. I'm so glad I was sober enough to take care of all of them because that would have been really bad. The last of my college days leads me with one of my soul sisters who was my roommate senior year. I really didn't want a roommate. I would lived by myself for a few years so I was like this is probably not going to be good. But when she called me and said that her people were on some BS, I was like, okay, fine. I won't renew my lease at this place and we can move in together. Little did I know I would hit Naples, Florida, Columbus, Ohio, Toronto, Canada, Chicago, Illinois, and Atlanta, Georgia within nine months. Chicago, I leave out a lot of the time because I practically grew up there. Both sides of my family reside there. So as a child, I was back and forth a lot. I included it in this list because this was like one of the first times I went out to party legally of age in the Windy City and just so happened to have my co-pilot with me. Ugh, so many good times. I miss those days so much, but I know the future brings many more memories if COVID ever chills the fuck out. Okay, still going. Um, I think the only ones I'm missing at this point are traveling to Dallas, Texas for a weekend stay, which was blah because it was so cold. I couldn't do much and I got seafood poisoning because I really love calamari and you can't trust it from everywhere, even if it's from a five-star restaurant. Oh yeah, I also went to Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Um, Atlanta again and Vegas for like the third time. The last time in Vegas though I was pregnant and I didn't know, I got sunburned so badly I could barely sit on the toilet. (laughs) All I did was lay by the pool and stay in the hotel. I went out I think one night and ended up giving away my double shot tequila Taco Bell freeze because it was disgusting and then 30 days later I took a pregnancy test and it all made sense. Because of the road trips I've taken, I think I've almost seen like 50% of the United States. I've seen the Grand Canyon, the Golden Gate Bridge, the Gateway Arch, Willis Tower, and John Hancock Buildings, the Rocky Mountains, Epcot, Universal Studios, the Hoover Dam, Hollywood, SeaWorld, Millennium Park, the Great Barrier Reef, Walt Disney World, the Bellagio, a bunch of different museums, but there's still plenty more on my list. I have yet to travel to the East Coast. I haven't really had a need to go that way, but New York City and DC, I will get to you. Don't worry. I also plan on going overseas in the near future. I really want to go to Mexico, and I'm really irritated with myself because I had the opportunity a few years ago, and again, just in December, and I opted out. Shame on me. I know. However, traveling is dope, even if I said no this one time. I really would rather just live with less so I can experience more. I've lived a really good life this far, and I'm convinced it can only get better. I know a lot of people who are traveling a bunch right now because flights are like an all time low. I also know a lot of other people who are saying that they wanna travel more before they settle down. Do it. I can hardly take my daughter to the grocery store without feeling embarrassed because she's like throwing a temper tantrum on the ground and I won't buy her some toys so she's freaking out and everyone's looking at me. I don't even know how I would travel with her. I'd probably cry a lot (laughs) especially if I had to do it alone. It sounds like an absolute nightmare. If you have personally done it like being a single parent and traveled with your kids and you have tips or tricks for me please send them my way. She'll be two in April so if I plan to take her somewhere for the free I should probably do it soon. Anyways the point of this episode was to share how all the places i've been have helped me have a different perspective i'm grateful and blessed to have a roof over my head right now and i have the mobility to go out when i please and i'm healthy i do miss traveling but it's kind of a thing of the past for this moment. Traveling, I think, is a key development factor in one's personality and life's overall happiness. I just finished researching a bit about the direct correlation of satisfaction from leisure travel and overall satisfaction with your life from the Journal of Business Research. I only can speak from experience. I was always down for a trip pre-motherhood and now I'm like a homebody. And ultimately I'm okay with it because I got to do all this traveling prior. One day I'll put my hiking boots back on and backpack across Greece or africa or something but for now my focus is on the babe if you think that your travel has been somewhat limited i recommend seeing what programs your school might offer often you can do like an independent study where you pick where you want to travel and you get a research director um that's what i did but also they have like study abroad programs if you didn't know you probably know but Just in case you don't, definitely check into that. Um, Also, you could check out and see if your job has like extensions that you could apply for, which will allow you to travel. Um, Shout out to all my friends that are travel nurses. Y'all killing it right now, I see you. I think it's awesome. And the last place that I would recommend checking out in your area are like nonprofit organizations that you can get involved with that would help you scratch your travel itch. You could check out volunteerhq.org as a mom. I'm always looking for relaxed jobs that allow you to work from home or wherever so you can keep your income while being able to explore when you're not working. Thanks for tuning in. I hope sharing my life with you is interesting and insightful. No one is average and I really don't think that I'm normal, (laughs) but that's why I stopped letting you unravel me because only I can unravel myself. I'll talk to you next week.